Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Big game coverage on 106.7 The Fan is presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit, solostove.com. And by the way, if you're out and about this Sunday, you can listen to the big game. You can listen to the Super Bowl right here on 106.7 The Fan. Pre-game coverage starts at 5 p.m. So be sure to listen right here on The Fan. Hmm. All right, we wanted to get we wanted to take the pulse of the people. How are you feeling after seeing Dan Quinn introduced to the media during his first press conference yesterday? Are you feeling more confident in the plan with the hierarchy now with Quinn, Kingsbury, and Joe Witt Jr. leading the defense? How are you feeling about it at this point? 800-636-1067. I can weigh in. I do feel more confident. I thought Initially, it felt like Ron Rivera all over again, and it may prove to be Ron Rivera all over again. We'll see. Similar resume in the past. To me, both guys had taken teams to a Super Bowl. Both guys actually lost more than they won in terms of overall seasons. Both guys slightly over uh, 500 records. But I was impressed. I was impressed with his his energy. Um, If you watch the video, the commander's – put out a bunch of videos. If you mm-hmm. watch the video of him just walking in the building, mm-hmm. he's got the big backpack. It made me think, what's in his backpack? I'm sure he's got a laptop in there, but it was pretty it almost looked kind of packed. And he came maybe in he with the energy and he's, he's dapping up the guys. Yeah, maybe the change of clothes. Um I don't know. There's there's I think there's reason to be optimistic. A lot of the things that we said before they hired any coach. It could have been fill in the blank coach. Cap space, draft picks, number two pick. And I think I was impressed with the way that he said he learned from the past. He kind of assessed what he did wrong. He realizes he can't just be stubborn and have his cover three system that he ran back in Seattle when they were winning a Super Bowl, and he can't just run that for the next 10, 15 years. It needs to evolve as the offenses evolve, and he's going to delegate. He's going to delegate to Kingsbury on offense. He's going to delegate. He's going to let Witt call the plays. That kind of surprised me. I thought he was going to be the defensive play caller. 
he's going to be kind of a Ron Rivera I like, delegator. I like the fact that he he's going to be the guy that's, that's and this he's is crazy for crazy for Ron to be all over the timeouts and game management and what's happening throughout the game instead of being burdened by well, what's the next play I have to call? Mm-hmm. Well, what play am I calling two or three plays from now? Like that's on Wit and that's on Kingsbury. Like he can actually focus on the game, challenge correctly. Take care of his timeouts. Don't leave timeouts in your pocket. <laughs> you know, and he'll have input. That, that he'll have input, though. Crazy about Ron. Hopefully, he's going to be better than Ron. But to answer Cakes' question, if you gave me three options, right? We're basing this on a press conference. And I always say press conferences in the end don't mean anything. But if you're saying more pessimistic, stuck in the middle, or more optimistic, I'm going to go in the more optimistic just based on. What he was saying. I was buying what he was selling. Mm-hmm. If well, he says, nothing I enjoy more than doing hard S with good people, yeah. I think he's I he think just, he's got good people in Adam Peters. Yeah. And he's gonna he's gonna work hard. What struck me is his passion. Like I just think this guy's really passionate about football, wants to win, wants to get his hands dirty, wants to uh I don't know, just wants to be super successful. And it's just it's just a refreshing change from the last guy who no disrespect I just thought was more checked out was you know and had other issues going on and I also like his hires like the Kingsbury hire I really like that you got an innovative mind an exciting mind mm-hmm. exciting offense and Kyle brought up something because I was a little wishy washy on whether I wanted him to call plays or not on defense because that's kind of his calling card right this guy's a great D coordinator um, but the good news is is that he knows. Wit so well, right? They've worked lockstep together the last four years, so that's good. But Kyle brought up a good point that that Gruden used to say when he was here. Now James is a unique guy, but that when he was the offensive coordinator, he often had things that he would want to suggest the defense or things to consider, but he just didn't have time for it. Um, so this frees you up for that kind of stuff, Look, right? He has experience. He knows what works. So I, I came off optimistic. I also liked one thing which we didn't play in the clips. But he referenced how Belichick and Pete Carroll in their seventies were just stepping down from the game. Like I, th- he, and he, and, and, and just a couple times he talks about building the team. Like I think he wants to do this for 10, 15 years. Oh, sure like he, he wants to do it. He's course, not looking at this maybe as even like a four year run. Twenty years. Oh, 100 percent. And and I, I don't know. I liked the way that he was talking yesterday. So ultimately, I know it doesn't mean anything. Ultimately, probably the biggest thing that's going to affect his tenure. We all know it. It's quarterback. Absolutely. So if they select the correct quarterback, Dan Quinn can be successful. If they don't, it's going to be what very hard idea? for him to be successful. What about when he said that, it, that the one thing he liked about this roster, and, you know, I mean, I think everybody agrees the strength of the roster is the D tackles, even mm-hmm. though they didn't have their best year. Mm-hmm. But then he also said, you know, it starts, and like I say it, but I, I really think he believes it. It starts with both lines. Yeah, your D line and your O line, and obviously the O line right. needs work. Yeah, so I think that's, that's his way. I think that's emphasis. his way of saying, "Hey, I know the offensive line stinks, and we need to really pour a lot of resources into I was, firming that up." I was optimistic before the presser, as you guys all know, mm-hmm. and I'm even more optimistic now. Let me see if I can sell you on this. I tried to sell you on this. You guys are probably going to all <laughs> jump on me, but I did a little research last mm-hmm. night. Uh oh, <laughs> I think they can turn it around quickly. All right. And you guys all kind of mocked me the other day and said, it's ridiculous, they're a four-win team. Mm-hmm. So everybody knows about difficult. the Texans this year. Yeah, 
the year before they were three thirteen and one, and much like the Commanders, <clears throat> new head coach and the number two pick. That number two pick was C.J. Stroud. Obviously, he proved to be a stud. They go ten and seven, made the playoffs. But we didn't talk about the Colts. Mm-hmm. Colts were four twelve and one the season before hiring Shane Steichen. That was Frank Reich being fired. Matt Ryan on his last legs. Jeff Saturday took over. Wacky owner. Wacky owner. Wacky owner in Indy. But when the dust settled, they hired Shane Steichen. They drafted Anthony Richardson. He ends up getting hurt. They go 9-8. and So that's a five-win improvement from the Colts. Go back the season before. Take a look at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, they didn't draft a new quarterback, but... The Urban Meyer year was an utter disaster, right? They win three games, mm-hmm. three and 14 that season, even with Trevor Lawrence. New head coach, Doug Peterson, second stop, right, for Doug Peterson. Much like this is the second stop for Dan Quinn. So Doug Peterson was a retread. Now he won a Super Bowl, but Peterson, married to Trevor Lawrence, Takes a three-win team, lifts them up six games, EB, to nine and eight. And then you want to talk about rookie quarterbacks. We said, well, how many rookie quarterbacks take their teams to the playoffs? Actually, you'd be stunned. If you just put rookie quarterbacks, playoffs, stat muse, you'll find a ton. But I'll just mention a couple. Number one, RG3 did it here. Mm -hmm. Yep. RG3 took over a terrible team and... The Redskins, the then Redskins, made it to the playoffs that year. That same year, the number one pick, Andrew Luck, took over an even worse team in Indianapolis, took them to the playoffs. And then I was just looking the last couple of years, like there are a bunch of guys, names that are nondescript that have been rookies and been to the playoffs. Well, Purdy. But, yeah, but that's a really good team, inherited a good team. I wanted to find guys that inherited bad teams. And this wasn't a dreadful team, but this guy is poisoned to cakes. So much poison that when his name was mentioned as a comp to Drake May, oh. Cakes put Drake May on his foobar list. Yep, he's going on. Mac Jones as a rookie took over a 7-10 and 10 team and led the Patriots okay, to we, the playoffs. But we know Mac Jones is not good. We're, I know, but well the aware. point he is he got coached you're, up. you're missing yeah. the point. The point is rookie quarterbacks can take teams to the playoffs and teams can turn Here's it around counter. quickly. I have two words to counter you. Bryce Young. You have to avoid, like, you have to avoid that landmine. Like, Carolina thought they would turn it around to Bryce Young as a rookie, too. And what happened to them? They went right in the toilet. Well, Zach so, Wilson. Well, yeah, look, Zach Wilson, too. There's there's tons of examples of course, on the other but side. But it's not just the quarterback. It's the overall oh, roster. Right? And, and, they, sure. and Carolina that whacked overall their coach, by bad. the way. It's really bad. Carolina whacked their coach. Understood. And it'll get better. Yeah, but I would just, the, my, my own, listen, of course you can get it. You can, you know, you can hit the lottery or. Maybe you could say it happens. It's not hitting the lottery anymore. It happens pretty frequently. I just think that this team is pretty bereft of talent outside of a couple spots. And you don't think the Texans or the Colts or the Jags in recent years I just were under-talented? Well. I don't know them well enough. They were under-talented teams. There's no teams. team I know better than this team. And this team, their best player arguably is the punter. EB, yeah. the, the well, Texans, but see, that's the what Texans you have to won three games a year ago. Hold on, JP. Hold I know, on. But I don't know this what, is what you have to realize. Was. I don't know that. you got to realize that there's going to be so many different players on this roster. Right. They're going to get better in a lot different. of aspects. Now, I'm, ne- I'm not necessarily agreeing with JP I, that yeah. they're going to switch it and go 10-7 and seven in year one of Dan Quinn. 
Um, you're asking a lot. They're going to get. But you better. think it's possible? They're going to. No, I don't think it's you possible. You don't even to think get it's the possible. 10 wins. The ten wins. Ten no. wins is, but nine. They'll, they'll get better. I, I think it's I, gonna I'm going to say this. They'll get better. I think year be one. Is, be worse. I think year one's yeah. going to be a lean year for Dan. Maybe, Quinn. maybe. And you, people have to be prepared for that. Like, but could he win six or seven games? That's improvement. Sure. And then you build on that. Like, yeah. I don't see them being a nine or ten win team in 2020. Yeah, did you see the Texans being Definitely a nine or ten? Did you see the Colts? You no, can't, but again, but those, are, just, those are not the norm. You're, you're giving That's out the not, most hypothetical situation. You don't even know who the quarterback is. But you some of those are very analogous is. to this situation. New coach, number two pick. That's what the Texans did. That was a team that did not have talent. Nobody nobody thought the know, Texans but, were going to make the playoffs this Stroud season. Is turning out, I mean, he had a historic year. It arguably one of the best years in the history of the league. Why can't the commanders do that? No, the quarterback did. Individually, I know. he was he's a just They're the going to draft a quarterback at number yeah, two. He may yeah, not be as advanced as CJ Stroud. He may not be, but he could be. I'm just saying, you guys don't even open yourself up no, to I'm the possibility. Why are you getting there. so angry? Yeah, you're just. <laughs> I don't get I'm just it. not setting the bar that high. The bar for me is a little lower. You, you, it's it's a lot to ask. Is it possible? Of course, it's a lot to ask. But this t- roster is going to get better. I'm not saying they're a playoff roster no, next year. We don't even know. Better, but we don't even know one player that they're looking I, at. Yet. I would argue it's I'm the worst it's, roster since yeah. I've been a fan of the team, and it's going to get a lot better. I just don't think you have to have such low roster. expectations. I think that's what it is. Look, could they end up winning just five or six games next year? Sure, but there's no reason to have such low expectations. I liked when Quinn said it's not a rebuild; it's a recalibrate. All right. So the original question is: forget about what quarterback they're going to have. Original question. How do you feel about Dan Quinn after the presser? Well, after the presser if you and were luke, after the hire. If you were lukewarm, if you were negative to lukewarm on Dan Quinn as a hire, now after the presser, did they convince you at all? And are your expectations raised? My expectations <laughs> are raised. My expectations are, couldn't be any Mine lower. Mine are about the same. <laughs> I predicted third-year playoffs. Second-year playoffs will be awesome. I don't think they're going to the playoffs next year. But again, I don't know what players are going to be here. I mean, it's 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 borderline insane to make a prediction when you don't know oh. three quarters of the team. Yeah, including the most pos- the important position. All yeah. right, we promise we will take your calls next at eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. How are you feeling after seeing Dan Quinn speak to the media in his introductory press conference for the Commanders? We'll take your calls next, right here. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm a fan. The callers are filling up the MGM National Harbor listener lines right now at 800-636-1067. They want to weigh in on Dan Quinn, introduced to the media yesterday out at Commander's Park. Are you feeling better about the hire now that you know a little bit more about him, you've seen him in front of the media? Feel like you connect with him a little bit more. Here's a tweet from uh, Keith Brill. Tweets us a lot. You can always tweet us at Junks Radio. He said, I hated the Quinn hire, but it's growing on me. It's like mm-hmm. going car shopping, thinking you're going to get a sports car, but you wind up with an F-150. It's not flashy, but will be reliable and do the job. The Kingsbury hiring makes me feel a lot better about Quinn. See? All right, good. I do. I, I agree. I think the King's very high because it's, you know, he's got an exciting brand of offense. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, and I thought it was interesting, too, that Quinn said, look, he's more than just like a quarterback guru or mm-hmm. an offensive guy. This guy's a former head coach. Yeah. He's going to he's gonna help he me in a lot of ways. He knows the game. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I so. respected what Quinn said, too. He said, look, when I played his offenses, it was tough. Yeah, which I think is huge. Some people actually, the, the rap against um, – mm. Kind of the air raid offense is that it's a lot of the same. That there's not much motion. That they just line up the four receivers well, and get shotgun. The, the guys run the same. They're going to adjust that. I but promise you. Quinn said it was tough to prepare for. Right. And look, like, so like I trust Quinn, that. Like Quinn said, he's adjusted. I'm sure Kingsbury will adjust, and you know that offense will morph as he goes along. It's not. It can't always look the same, or else people. We'll find and when he was in it. Arizona, they ran more than you think. I mean, right. oh, yeah, obviously I heard... they had Kyler Murray who could run, but the Kenyon Drake, I think, was their top RB. I, I want to say he. Was... I remember he had a few bomb seasons. Oh, in... I, I think he was like close it. to a thousand. Yards. I heard Grant Paulson give the ratios last night, and I didn't write them down because I was driving around. Um, like one of those years, it was fifty-one percent, forty-nine percent run pass. <laughs> Look, yeah. I'm okay if if you're running the ball effectively and it's working. I'm okay with you running the ball. Yeah. All right. Let's go. That's to okay. Let's hit Steve in DC. What's Steve in DC feeling about Dan? Steve, Quinn? what's up, buddy? How are you? What's going on, guys? How y'all doing today? What's hey, up? Steve. What's up? Uh, not so much. But I do want to say that the Dan Quinn hire is actually pretty good for us. For the simple fact, like uh, he he kind of brings a great defense, and then he doesn't have to really occupy with the offense because now that he got Kingsbury coming in, he's kind of like the the quarterback guru whisperer, if you want per se. Mm-hmm. I think he can actually like get the best out of this defense, and and I also like the simple fact when he said, well Harris said that he's got um, a little bit more tricks up his sleeve, so I'm thinking he might end up poaching a few more of those. Uh, defensive uh, coordinators over there in Dallas, I want to say. And another thing is, I am, I think we could get to the playoffs. And by that, I think if we can get, like, uh, let's say a free agency, if they can make a big splash and get, like, a Derrick Henry to kind of help a young quarterback grow and pair with uh, B. Robinson, I think, and it would address the line and free agency and do a couple of other things right there. But I think it, I think we can make that play, especially with getting like Derrick Henry from a uh, free agency. I think that could I think that could be the splash we need. Ooh. Yeah, I, don't, yeah I, mean, I mean, I don't know if a, an analytically driven front office is going to look at Derrick Henry with all the carries he's had and whatever price and salary he's going to command and think that that's going to be the move. I'll but, tell you who's a free agent that I would target in terms of RBs is mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley. Mm. 
So he's an wanna, intriguing name. If you want to go out now, I don't know what the Giants' future is with him, with right. what their plans are. But I mean, I would rather have a Saquon Barkley than a Derrick Henry. You know, uh, this tweet came in from Chris Mack, and it, it does make me think because he goes, I mean, EB is on the very dude that thought that they could go to the playoffs last year and win 10 games with the same roster. Mm-hmm. You get a better GM, better coaching, better owners, probably a stud draft pick at two, and we're supposed to be a dump? Mm-hmm. You might answer that? Yeah. The players aren't as good as I thought. They, uh, they, they're not as good. But they're going to get new players. And they got rid of. Yeah, but I mean, it's a crapshoot. We brought in two new offensive linemen that weren't as good. Teams turn over. So that's where you have so to have much. trust in Peters. Like, right. I'm trust, like, but like we'll Ron see. And Quinn. bad at bringing in talent. Like, yeah. he was bad at scouting. He was bad at, you know, like picking players. He's bad at signing guys to free agent deals. He's bad all the way around. Well, it just didn't like, work. I mean, our, 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 our Manny Forbes struggled. I thought mm-hmm. he had moments, and I'm, I'm not giving up on him. I think he can be a long term no, starter. Him after in one year. But, uh, but he struggled. So he basically was a big disappointment. Mm-hmm. Chase was a huge <clears throat> disappointment. Mm-hmm. Montez was fine, but he never reached superstar level. It, Payne and Allen, I think, would both tell you that they didn't have their best years. Mm-hmm. Offensive line was a big disappointment. The guys we brought in, Gates was a disaster. It was one of the worst the, in the league. Wiley uh, was mediocre at best. Um, Thanks, Eric Bietemi. Dotson that. went backwards. Yeah, the tight ends, the young tight ends that I thought were real. I mean, Bates has always been Bates. He's been fine, but Colt. I thought it was is it Colt Turner? Is that yeah. his name? Yeah, Colt he Turner. never blossomed. Um, Logan was solid, but I mean, he's getting he's up there. Older. He should be a backup. Battling injuries, he yeah. shouldn't be your star. Yeah, they right. need a, a youth. Our linebackers there. are legit terrible. Yeah, uh, I see where you're going. I mean, I just but they're gonna, we weren't as good as I thought. They're they're going to add pieces. All right, I, of course. I know you can't add fifty pieces, but. They're going to add pieces. And let me say this for the record before it's thrown back in my face if they get get hot. I'm not ruling out uh, a hot streak. They they have a mediocre schedule. You know, I'm not ruling out that they could maybe win nine or ten games. I just don't think that you should expect that. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean... Could something? Could we hit the lottery? And look, if they would, like me saying that, but could we get lucky and get the right quarterback and get the right offensive line guys and and tweak all those? Sure, but that's a lot, that's a big ass. I mean, if Dan that's Quinn goes saying. out there in year one with all those holes in the in the roster and wins nine, ten games ago, playoff oh. coach of the year. Oh, great, great effort! All right, let's go to one, let's go to Mo and Hanover. Mo. Mo, what's up, buddy? What's up? Hey guys, if you're looking for a leader of men, we got the right guy. Ben Johnson, I'm a football junkie. If you look at Ben Johnson, you look at his tape, practice tape in Detroit, he is so timid the way he interacts with players. That's what I was worried about. Mm -hmm. I was worried about that, to be honest with you. And then Mike McDonald, I liked him, but his staff was so great, guys. I mean, all his coordinators uh, became like, I mean, the defensive coordinators. He had a great staff. This is a great pick. And I really think, um, you know, Dan Quinn's the guy for us. Good. All right, so All right, he's in. All right, he's, thank he's, you. He's in. In on Quinn. He's the in. proof cool. will be in the pudding. Go to Only time will tell. Michael, Ellicott City, what's up, bud? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. So I, I don't feel any differently. I feel I felt good about it from the get-go. I kind of see the NFL like the NBA and a first marriage, right? Every every roster, I think you guys are shortchanging this roster. It's had crappy, inconsistent coaching, and we can't even evaluate so now Dan Quinn is like on his second marriage, right? So who's he didn't good? Go well the first time because he didn't really know what he was doing. But the second marriage has a lot better chance uh, to succeed. So who are we disrespecting? Think, who's yeah. good? Who do you like on the roster that we're killing? Well, 
All right, so I'll give you an example. If you swap Micah Parsons and Jamin Davis, you might have the same player oh, on the other side. Micah Parsons is a freak. Uh, you don't know that. No, he's come like on. a freak. Look at, look at Brock Purdy. <laughs> yes. he's, he's I've broken out the gas come station a while, but that, now, that take deserves said, it. What was he saying? I don't quite he know. He thinks that Jamin Davis could become Micah, Micah Parsons. Parsons. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I was, I was wondering <laughs> you, the size differences. What? The thing I like about Jamin is the speed. Jamin has elite speed. <laughs> Maybe, and, maybe and Micah's undersized. Maybe he's lacking instincts. I don't know what it is. Like he he doesn't have the same toolkit that Micah Parsons has. Look, I hope has. James Davis gets better, but he's not Micah Parsons. No. He's not. Nobody and nobody thinks that. No. But but he is super fast. Uh, yeah. He is way underachieved. He is, but one but of those But he always guys, had bad techniques. How many times did he just, he just missed assignments? Yeah. Well, maybe you put that on coaching. And one is not going to have his fifth-year option picked up. Mm-hmm. So that that's, that's just one of the yeah, differences. Yeah, but I, it is one thing that I have thought. Is is Quinn going to look at guys like Jamin and go, you know what, you're you're better than the way you played. I can utilize Possibly. you better. You have a skill set that hasn't translated yet. I can be creative with your skill set and get more out of you. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with the odds and say Jamin Davis is gonna be a he's gonna be a casualty of the new regime. Oh, you don't think he'll be here next year? I think as soon as they can part ways with Jamin Davis, they're gonna look at him as. Oh, you're you're a Ron guy. You were picked by Ron back in the day. I think Quinn might figure on. something out with him. I think him. he might figure something out he, because he's got so much I, I think he fits the billing. He has so much ability. I think he fits the billing of the two things that he said he wants his team to be, explosive and physical. Hey, J- Drab. I'm not saying he's me- that often, but he has had flashes where you've seen some explosiveness right. and some physicality. Drab, can you give me a comp just on physical attributes? Micah and Jamin, like, is Micah noted? I feel like they're similar attributes physically. So Micah's listed well, in terms at six of size, three, size, 245. Yeah, they're probably similar. And what let me is, see what Jamin is. Jamin a little lighter? Is he a little shorter? Looking it up. I'm just wondering. All right, let's I'm go. Just wondering. Very, very similar. Some, some people agree at, with you. Hold on. What's he listed at? 6'3, 234. All right, He's the a same. little lighter. He's a little lighter. All right, let's go to Kelly. Yeah, some people Hi, agree so. with JP. Kelly, what's up? Gentlemen. How are you? I'm going to go out and win. All right. All right. I think they make the playoffs with nine wins next year because nine gets you in most years. Year one, they're going to make the playoffs. Okay, how? What? Yeah. What is What is it that you see that you like? This is what I see. I see a coach who understands how to evaluate and maximize mm-hmm. the abilities of the players that he has. So we don't know what they're going to do, but they're going to have to do something probably with a third or you know quarter of the defense. And we're playing the softest schedule that we're going to play because that's definitely we're in helpful. Last place, definitely helpful. That's, we're in last place, and then Philly and Dallas are sliding back. So much pressure on those two organizations. Uh, the Giants are some trash, so we should not be losing two games to them. So we got to find a way to get three games in the division, mm-hmm. and then six games, five or six games outside of the division. That's the thing we have to do, and it's it's within reach if you play sound ball. Last year, we were a terrible tackling and pursuit team. If we just tighten that up, that probably takes away one or maybe two scores a game. Well, that's so, going to get better. All right, thank you for the call. Your well, phone stunk. I also yeah. brought this up the other that day. That is going to get better, yeah. I promise you. The NFC is the weaker conference. Right. So two teams got into the NFC playoffs with nine and eight records this season. Mm-hmm. So you got that. Yeah, you target nine You, you got the, You got the schedule and... Ron Rivera ran this team into the ground. Yeah. 
They were former. Could they? Could they have been coached worse? Hard to imagine. Probably not. They lost eight in a row. The team gave well, up on punted. the head coach. Ron, well, and likewise, Ron was he was in punt mode. He knew he was getting fired. He saw the the, the season circling in the drain. He knew it was over. But honestly, you could look at the schedule, and you—I mean, you saw at the beginning of the—you saw how difficult that schedule was the second half. It was markedly. more I just think JP's obsessed with them, like making the playoffs next year for whatever reason. Like he's just trying to say it's possible. Just let let Peters build it. I agree with that. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying you guys rule it out of hand. I just think it's a long shot to make the playoffs. I'm trying to tell you it's not that much of a long shot. Statistically, why can't I be mellow? Statistically, (laughs) it's not that much of a long shot. It happens. I think you have done a very small sample size. I'm guessing I could expand it out. I didn't want to go back till 2015. You don't even know who the quarterback is. I know. The Texans didn't either until they drafted. Over the okay, course they of got, honestly, they got lucky. JP over of the course, course of 50, I would change my opinion if they if they end up going free agency route or JP, if they follow uh, Snyder's advice. Take a breath advice, for a second, please. Well, answer his question. All right, I'm going to answer your question. <laughs> over the course of 58 years in the NFL, the the percentage of rookie quarterbacks taking their teams to the playoffs is very small. Guarantee you went out and you picked you know 10, 12 examples. It's very small. I'm not saying it's impossible and it can't happen. It's just very small. It's unlikely. So I'm not saying expect that, but you can expect them to get better. Well, to answer his question, yeah. it doesn't well, have to be a rookie. because we the second worst team I, in football. I'm, not, pred- I'm, not, I'm yeah. not willing to make a prediction they're going to be in the playoffs next season because EB made a good point before. You don't know who the quarterback is. You don't know all these right. things. There's a lot of factors, right? So let's say they follow the Rick Snyder plan. And they go with Justin Fields. Well, now I'm less optimistic because I've watched Justin Fields. Exactly. I'm a little less op- uh, less optimistic. They might if, go in that direction. If they, they if draft. Way. Uh, I would be surprised. The odds are one of these three quarterbacks might be excellent. Yeah, I was going to say the odds one are one of or two of my bust. might be excellent. So we got to make sure we get one of those. We don't know which one it is either. Well, you got to make it. I hope Adam I mean, Peters knows who I, it is. I think that's, that's kind of hope. you got to be hopeful That's on a that lottery. Hey, one big difference between Jamin Davis and Micah, I was just yeah. looking it up, so the size difference. And maybe you'd say this isn't much of a difference, but Micah Parsons ran a 4-3-9 what did, at the combine. What did Jamin run at the combine? 4-4-7. Still fast. Still moving. Yeah, I, mean, I just think... Pretty you know, fast for a linebacker. Micah's a little bit bigger, a little bit faster. A little more explosive. Yeah, he's yeah. better athlete, better player. That's good player. info. Good info. All right, let's go to John in Burke. John, what's up? John. Morning, junkies. Uh, with regard to Dan Quinn, mm-hmm. I'm out on Dan Quinn. Uh, <laughs> Why? Just like I would be with any former coordinator who uh, presided over a defense without real-sized linebackers and uh, with poor – uh, defensive tackle play. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defensive tackle play in Washington is probably better than what they had in terms of run-stopping ability. But if you see your team get gouged three times in the regular season and expect something different in the playoffs against San Francisco, that's probably the definition of insanity. Classic. Well, what, right, could, so- what were his options? I think the option is you go off camera up to Jerry Jones or Stephen Jones and say, hey, guys, before the trade deadline, hopefully, when you see yourself get gouged like that and, and, and Vander Esch is out in November, this ain't working. We so you're a Cowboy fan? No, heck no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not a Cowboy fan. I just said when you see your team get – it's not my team. When you see – your team that you're the defensive coordinator get gouged in the middle 
Mm-hmm. And it's the National Football League. And one of the phases of offense, one of the options for offense is to hand the ball off to run or these short passes that have a high, that are basically runs. And, and, and you can't do anything about that because you're so small. You're playing, you're playing six DBs. That's not a that's not a, a method for success. So you're basing it off of All one. Right, thanks, John. Appreciate ba- the call. It sounds like he's basing it off of one game. Well, they were yeah. middle of the pack in terms of stopping the run. Yeah, so they were it better was the a weakness. And I do think listening to Quinn, maybe he's okay with giving up some rushing yardage. In terms of, to me, the emphasis is really going to be on forcing turnovers. And he talked about mm-hmm. explosive and physical. He wants. Game-changing plays. Yeah, I mean, it's and rare. that's what he got in Dallas from uh, Diggs two years ago. Didn't he lead the league in interceptions? Yes. And then this year, Bland led the league in interceptions. Yep. Hopefully, that transfers here to Washington. That'd be great because watching the defense last year was painful. That mm-hmm. defense that was out of the field was gross. All right, coming up in about twenty minutes, we'll be joined by Soren Petro, host of the program from Kansas City. We'll talk Super Bowl with him. Coming up at 9 a.m. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm going to hook up caller number 10 right now at 800-636-1067. What is on the line, you ask? Hmm. I have the answer. Two tickets to see Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper. Freaks on Parade 2024 tour. The date, Tuesday, September 10th at Jiffy Lube Live. Tickets are on sale now for tickets to more event info. Go to thefandc.com slash events. Those tickets are courtesy of Live Nation. So it's 10th so, so caller wins. First, first game ever going to be played in Brazil um, in the NFL next Friday year. Friday night game. It's a Friday night game. Uh, to, to open the season. To open the season. Actually, Thursday night's going to open, then Friday, Friday night. I'm sorry, it's the Brazil. first Friday night game, correct? Yeah. Yes, it's Thursday right. will open, Friday night. Uh, so the Eagles are one team that are going. It's going to be Friday, September 6th in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Um, it's the Eagles who last played an international game in 2018 are going to play in Brazil. Uh, who knows who they're going to play, but there's a one annoying chance that it's the yeah. commanders. Yeah. Um, will this be a home considered a home game for them? I'd be psyched to travel to Brazil <clears throat> for the <throat> game. <clears throat> That's a long way to go for an NFL game. Mm-hmm. It's a long haul. That'd be a nice that? roadie. How long is the flight to Brazil? Nonstop. I mean, it's gotta be like, 10 hours? I'm going to tell you I'm right now. I'm just guessing a 10-hour flight. Nine, nine to 10-hour flight. Nine? I would guess. Nine? We have some, we have some uh, really good friends 
Um, yeah, you get, hey, parents nine in, hours, 50 minutes. We have some traveler. really good friends whose parents live nice in Chile, job, and they are, they've they been trying to <clears throat> convince us to go to Chile with okay. them. Right. How long is that flight? Probably 12. That's further than Brazil. 12 or 13 hours. Maybe more. Give me this. Where, what's the like uh, Santiago, capital? Chile. Yeah, I was supposed to say Santiago. It's about the only name, the, the city I That's can it. name in the entire country. That's my entire file That's as well. That's all I got. So anything's possible, but uh, the Eagles are going to head on over there for their opener uh, September 6th of next year. So that's a that's not the opening game? So are they still playing the opening game on Thursday? Thursday night's yeah. the and opener. And then they're going to play a Friday game? International Brazil kind of game. That sounds, NFL that sounds like be, it's early, NFL Drabby. It sounds like September 5th slash 6th is an early start date. They may be on every day of the week, right? They already took over Christmas this year. Right. They're they, not going to give they, that back to the they NBA. They looked at the NBA and said, you thought you owned Christmas? Okay, you did up until a point, and now your time Don't is you think took over early? Thursday night. It's got Monday night, yeah. got Sunday. If they Drabby. start adding Friday night games. Seems like that's – I think the season started this year. A little bit later. Like the 11th, September 12th? September 12th, maybe. Yeah, that sounds Sounds early. about right. Maybe that's just the way the calendar's working. Yeah. 24. The Chiefs-Lions game was September 7th this oh, year. Oh, September. Okay, so it's around so the was. same time. Chiefs-Lions game on a Thursday night. Yeah, it was the seventh at Arrowhead. I think it's always the week following the week of Labor, Labor Day. Day right? Right. right? Yeah, it's just the way the calendar is. Right. And it just looks a little early. So I think the Eagles and Commanders is. Did I read that three out of the last four years they've played in Week One? I know. I think uh, GP was insinuating hmm. that, yeah. right? So they could be that part of a possibility. So maybe it's a much bigger chance than one and nine. Maybe they really like them playing early. Maybe they do. Hmm. Better get your your beach body ready, Drab. I think the. Better, I think yeah. the I think the guys down in Brazil, a lot. I think there are a lot of banana hammocks down there. <laughs> I think there are. Do you have to? to, to I, now, I don't have any to, personal to, experience. Do males get Brazilians? Oh, I don't. Ooh. I never thought of that. Be a good bit but, on the show <laughs> to get a Brazilian. Well, yeah. Well, so for a guy, I thought a chicks get Brazilian. I, I know, don't know, but a chicks that they're they're. I know. their equipment's a little a different situation. Yeah. I know. You just. Do the groin I'd area, I guess. Fly Brazil, you got, we I, can do that as a bit. A long I, would, I would allow them to give me a Brazilian <laughs> on the so air. painful. If, if Valdez, if we're looking at bit season, it would definitely hurt. I would allow them to, to give me a little landing strip or something. Or... <laughs> My problem is, if they did like the hair in that area, then all of a sudden, like you're gonna have like a line of just because yeah. I have no hairy thank legs. You. No thanks. Yeah, but no one's gonna see that. Because you're gonna like you're like most uh, American men, you wear like board shorts or something. Mm. You know what I mean? Like no one's gonna see. Aren't you guys yeah, think, yeah. thinking of the wrong beach city? I don't think Sao Paulo is on the beach. You're thinking of Rio. You guys oh, think of Rio? I'm my Brazilian yeah, city. Sao Paulo yeah. is like a central. Is that, is that like that, Mexico that City? I just I read Brazil. I never no even clicked on the city. Rio is the Coco Cabana beach. And okay. All I know yeah. is blame it on Rio in that old movie with uh, Demi Moore coming out of the water. Oh, so I don't like, think that was Demi. Are you sure? Nine, no. 99% sure it was yeah, not, not to, no, not to be more. Wasn't she in that movie? I don't think so. I don't so. know if she was. Am I, am I you might crazy? Be, you, you, oh, Demi Moore is in Blame oh, It on Rio. Oh, I stand corrected. <laughs> but I think I think the hottie you're talking about is like some nondescript 80s hottie. That Michelle Johnson. That's that her. her. That's her. Mm. So the one coming out of the water was not. Mate, look, it's been a while since I've seen Blame It on Rio. I mean, I probably saw it uh-huh. 40 years ago. I don't ago. think I saw that. Rio by Duran Duran, way better than that. I mean, there's movie. definitely bikini pictures of Demi Moore okay. bl- and Blame It on Rio. You know what? You have a better file on it than I than I do over here. <clears throat> the best bikini 
you know, video or scene coming out of a beach or pool. Spectacular. I mean, there's a reason that Judge Reinhold is yeah. in the bathroom yes. with the window cracked and then, <laughs> then then her friend, you know, barges in and it's a it's a very uncomfortable scene. Because mm. he was getting kind of comfortable with himself, if you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Right. Fantasizing. Phoebe Cates was a 12 in her prime. Oh, I mean, what did she, did she ever do any other movies after that? Oh, like, I'm sure she's been in a bunch of movies. Like yeah. anything of note? Uh, you, she was in Gremlins, I believe. You don't she get was size, in Gremlins, yeah. You don't get size, DB. I, I don't even really have <laughs> Her last movie was 2001, it looks like. Is she still married to Kevin Klein, or I, did they break up? Mm, I think they're still married, but let me check. They were definitely married for a long time. Spouse Kevin Klein married 1989. No, no D next to it. So yeah, they're still married. Oh, good for them. Really grinding it, keeping really? it going. How did Phoebe Cates come up? Oh, because we we're talking we're about, about oh, yeah, doing a Brazilian yeah. hotties coming out of bikinis and all that. She's okay. the one seed of that. I'm, I'm totally up. I'll do a Brazilian. Good. Let's get it. <laughs> get it done. I wouldn't mind getting one where the sun don't shine either. Just it makes. It- Things a little cleaner. <laughs> Goes back to you the hemorrhoid conversation. They can probably yeah. take care of all of that one one fell swoop. Isn't it just one just one swipe? I would guess, but that that one swipe, you think it's gonna, gonna be hurt. painful? Have you ever seen forty year old virgin? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that guy. Had, I mean, just mine's not that bad. I'm just. It's a very sensitive. I think area. I just have some strays down there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You might be I'm surprised. Sure like, I guarantee you, JP's is worse. I, I don't know. Do you have a hairy butt? <laughs> Probably. Fuzzy. <laughs> fuzzy. Yeah, fuzzy. Yeah. yeah. You guys can Brazilian it up as the commanders are possibly going to take on the mine, Eagles. I don't think mine is fuzzy except in the, the darkest, deepest <laughs> spots. You know, but I don't th- I think my cheeks are Yeah, funny. you're good. I think like a baby. <laughs> Yours, you know. Gross. You know, like Burt Reynolds or something. Yeah. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, if we had just done this an hour later, we could bookend the entire show with uh, butt talk. <laughs> the hemorrhoids and uh, true resilience. Valdez is still walking around. I, I I could cure him if he if he if he uses my regimen today. He'll he'll feel a lot better. Go to the store. I have yeah. a grocery list. Yeah. Good. Hopefully you don't treat his cheeks like cakes treats his Valdez shoulders. I mean I'm very aggressive with them. <laughs> Why? I mean, did you got... give him a massage today? No, not today. Do you need a massage? Just to, to take some tension out. Yeah, I love a massage. All right, I can go in there and work the magic. <laughs> Get these I, uh, magic fingers. Never turned out cakes. Put them to work. <laughs> All right, are we gonna have Soren Petro on next? Yeah, we'll talk some Super Bowl with Soren Petro. I'm assuming he's out in Vegas. We he's, could have Adam. Adam's out in Vegas, right? We can certainly get an update update from him later in the show. But Soren Petro, KC radio host, will join us next here on the Fan. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 